What's up, everybody? So I'm back once again for another episode, and I figured in the last episode, since I did a weekly recap of WWE, that now it's only fitting that I do a weekly recap of AEW. Um, so what I'm probably going to do in this one is recap Dynamite and uh, Rampage from last week. I'll go ahead and preview the Grand Slam event for a, uh, Dynamite and Rampage this week, and... Yeah, we should have a little bit of fun with it, right? All right, but before I get into that, I want to remind you that this show is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or an existing podcaster or a broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code GBJones10, that's GBJones10, for 10% off of your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcasts. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code GBJones10. That's GBJones10 for 10% off your order. Also, in, in addition to that, I would say check, up the, uh, check out the digital app that I mentioned on last episode. That's quite a... Uh, quite a game changer for conversation starters if you're like i said if you're doing your podcast and you're looking for some interview questions and stuff like that uh, it's a game changer very good value uh bang for your buck uh like i said you can do a yearly subscription like i said i don't remember the exact price but i, I just remember that it's it's quite a deal for what you get so uh also you know just check that out as well also uh if you want to show your support for the show you can go to uh, my buy me a coffee link and I believe it's uh, buymeacoffee.com slash STS wrestling pod that's the link uh, if that I believe that's the link if it's not the link uh, I will post the link in the description so you can uh, go on it if you'd like to support the show like I said no set amount uh, like I said if you just feel like supporting the show that's uh, no obligation nothing uh, just understand that you know whatever I get into that is going to go back to the show either for upgrades. Um, I'm even thinking about doing some merch ideas. So if you guys want to give me some feedback as far as what you want to see in merch, uh, let me know on that. Since now I have a brand new logo that's kind of my original, and I really don't have the WWE logo, so I don't have to really worry about copyright infringement or anything. Um, let me know what you want to see. Let me know what you want to see, and let me know what you would like you know, to use or wear or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, so, uh, having said that, let's go over the recap. So first of all, let's, uh, let's recap dynamite from last week. Um, obviously in this, uh, episode we had the semifinals for the, uh, grand slam world champion tournament or whatever you call it. I believe that's what you call it. Um, so we started off dynamite with the first semifinal between, John Moxley and Sammy Guevara. Pretty good match between these two. Uh, Anna Jay and Sammy Guevara's wife, Ty Mello, tried to assist Sammy in, uh, in winning this match, even hitting, with, even hitting John Moxley with a low blow, uh, but did not work. Uh, John Moxley got the win over Sammy Guevara, and he will move on to the final uh, on, I believe, I believe it's on Dynamite next Wednesday. But like I said, I'm going to go over the go over the card for Grand Slam later on in the show. Uh, but very good match between Sammy and John Moxley, uh, nevertheless. Uh, even though it could have had a controversial ending. Um, then we get the MGAF promo. Uh, main subject was 
John Moxley, and he was kind of uh, telling the story about John Moxley and kind of talking trash about him, uh, you know, just kind of getting kind of personal about, you know, John Moxley's demons in the bat in the uh, in the past and everything. Um, he did mention that this message, you know, was for Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson as well, since they are the two as of this as of that moment were left in the uh, semifinal match to be later on decided. Uh, but it seems like he was his more of his focus was on John Moxley, which made me think that maybe John Moxley could be the winner of this tournament, just so they have a storyline between MJF and John Moxley. Uh, but I don't know. John Moxley was originally supposed to take a break after um, after uh, All Out when uh, CM Punk was crowned the champion. But of course, as you know from my previous episodes, and if you've been watching Dynamite, uh, you know that that obviously changed. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play that or whatever. But it seemed like MJF's focus was more or less uh, on John Moxley. But I'll get it more into that as well. Um, but in addition to MJF's promo, he also gave credit to Stokely Hathaway, which I finally figured out his name was Malcolm Bivens in WWE NXT, Diamond Mines Manager. That was his other name. I just couldn't think of his name. I knew he was the manager of Dynamite, uh, Di- Diamond Mine in NXT, but I couldn't remember what his former name was. But anyway, he's now Stokely Hathaway in AEW. Um, and his new faction, which he has named The, the Firm, um, is now MJF's sort of retainer uh, type of faction. You know, they only assemble when MJF needs them. Otherwise, they're going to be doing their own thing, creating their own opportunities, you know, stuff like that. But they will assemble when um, when MJF needs them. It's sort of like a evil version of the Avengers or something. It's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the first thought I got when it, when it when they were talking about it that way. Um, of course, the Fur members who, you know, Stokely uh, put a, put over in major fashion on there. The new, the members are Ethan Page, Lee, who I who I kind of know who Ethan Page is, but I'm still learning a little bit about him. Uh, Lee Morader Morad Moradery. I can't, I can't pronounce Morardi. I guess I have no idea who that guy is, uh, but I'll learn. I'll learn who that is. Uh, Colton Gunn and Austin Gunn, who are uh, Billy Gunn's sons. And um, and W. Morrissey, who used to be Big Cass in WWE. So th- that's the members of the firm. And uh, we'll have to see if any of these guys get, you know, opportunities for themselves. Either, you know, the, the guns could get tag team opportunities. Um, other guys could get singles opportunities. Uh, I'd kind of like to see Big Cass get kind of uh, re- reignited and get some, uh, big, get some big time opportunities and stuff. But we'll have to see. Um, but anyway, like I said, they are basically, um, the stable for MJF to use at his disposal when he needs them. Otherwise they will be not a stable like regularly, like I said, unless they're associated with MJF. Um, so apparently jungle boy signed an open contract to wrestle anyone on the roster. This, I guess is, is so they're waiting for Christian cage to, uh, to heal from whatever injury he has and maybe they're going to pick that storyline up once that happens. Um, but Jungle Boy um, wrestled Jay Lethal and defeated him. Uh, this was a pretty good match, even though Saddam Singh and Sonjay Dutt uh, tried to assist Jay Lethal uh, in this match. Uh, Jungle Boy still came out victorious. Uh, like I said, pretty pretty high uh, 
high action match. Uh, very a lot of it, it was very f- mo- fast paced moving. Very very fast paced, uh, but good good match good match. Um, so a couple matches after that were set up for Rampage, which would be Ethan Page chal- challenges Danhausen Danhausen, which uh, I guess something like um, Ethan Page was saying he wanted to be the king of the king of all Atlantic or the king of the Atlantic. And the first thing he had to do was go through the jester to get to be the king. And of course, I guess, I guess if you really had to think about it, I guess Donhausen does kind of look like, if I'm pronouncing that right, Donhausen kind of does look like a jester. I don't know much about him really. Um, I don't really know much about either wrestler, but like I said, I'm learning as I go. Um, but that would be a match for set up for rampage. And then Matt Hardy challenges Darby Allen, who Matt Hardy, obviously I'm very familiar with in his WWE days. And even his impact days, I actually used to watch that when he did the broken character and stuff. Um, but Darby Allen, uh, obviously very popular superstar in AEW. Um, I do know a little bit about him. Haven't seen him wrestle a lot. I know he's associated with Sting, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, and and like I said, I've seen things here and there. I know I do know he was CM Punk's very first opponent when CM Punk returned to AEW. Uh, I do remember that because obviously I I told you all long ago that when CM Punk came back. He did, you know, he came back on Rampage, and I watched that episode of Rampage, which I believe was the very first episode of Rampage, if I'm not mistaken. And I did watch the promo, and I did watch him ch- uh, uh, say that w- say that Darby Allen was going to be his first opponent. Um, so, so those two matches would take later take place later on Rampage. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs squashes a guy named Matt DiMar- DiMartino, I guess. I, I don't know if that's a well known name in AEW. I'll try to learn who that is too. Uh, you know, this is like since I've been watching AEW and 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 uh, AEW, I've, this is like the third or fourth squash match I've seen Powerhouse Hobbs do. Now that's maybe what he does. I'm not sure, but um, that's what I'm beginning to see his patterns. Um, but after the match, the storyline was that Hobbs was bragging about his quick victory over Ricky Starks at All Out, and says it's trying to move on from Ricky Starks. But then Starks has other plans and attacks Rob, uh, attacks, I'm sorry, powerhouse uh, Hobbs from the crowd, uh, comes and hits him with a mic over the head, gets through security. So obviously this is not done between these two, according to Ricky Starks. Um, Swerve in our glory, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee retain their titles against the Lucha Brothers, who I know he's changed his name a couple times, but I'm just going to say he's Pentagon Jr. And, um... Ray Phoenix or Ray Phoenix, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure. Um, but obviously the Lucha Brothers, very respected tag team. Um, this was a pretty, pretty good match. In fact, the most of the, believe it or not, most of the matches I've watched with Swerve in, in their glory, in our, in your, in our glory, uh, them defending the titles. Most of those matches have been pretty decent. Um, I'll have to say, uh, when I sit down to watch a, uh, a, a tag team title match with the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line, those are uh, pretty decent matches, and this one was no different. Um, but after the match, the acclaimed appear, saying that they're taking their titles next week at Grand Slam. And like I said, as everyone else, as every AEW fan knows, that all-out match between the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory was, was a pretty exciting match. Pretty... Uh, Pretty close, uh, um, pretty evenly matched uh, match too as well at that pay-per-view. So we'll have to see if Grand Slam goes any different and where we crown new tag team champions. Um, and then this uh, kind of thing happened backstage. Orange Cassidy, who I've heard a lot about, but uh, mainly through Jericho when Jericho did his uh, 
his um and I've seen him a little bit on AEW of little sparingly things that I've watched over the years. Um but I remember Jericho talked about him in the Broken Skull sessions uh interview with Stone Cold. Um Orange Cassidy comes and punches Pac in the backstage who Pac who was uh uh um oh shoot, what was his name in uh in NXT and uh Man, I keep forgetting that guy's name. I know I said it the last couple of weeks, and then uh, and then it kind of escaped me again. But he was he was a longtime cruiserweight champion in WWE before he came. Uh, before he came, uh, oh Neville, Neville, that was his name. Neville was his name in NXT. Uh, so anyway, Arch Cassidy just punches Pac backstage and says he's coming for the All Atlantic Title. Um, at this point in the moment, I wasn't sure if that was going to be a match that was going to be added to Grand Slam. But uh, like I said, I do have the card. I I'm going to look at it as I go along, making my picks, so we'll see if that match made it to the card. And um, uh, we'll see We'll see, uh, see if that's a match uh, that maybe, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not familiar with the All-Atlantic title. I know it was the most recent title that was co- uh, created in AEW. So I haven't really got a feel if it's like a mid-card title or if it's a... I don't know if it's an equivalent to a cruiserweight title because, like I said, uh, Pac did used to be a cruiserweight. Even as impressively uh, fit as he is, he is still a cruiserweight. So I'm not sure if that's what they're doing. But I don't know. I don't know what the uh, All-Atlantic Championship is. But like I said, I'll learn. I'll learn. Um, So the next match was Britt Baker and Serena Deeb. Uh, Obviously, Britt Baker, you know, significant other of Adam Cole, um, Serena Deeb used to obviously be Serena with CM Punk when they were the Straight Edge Society back in the day, in case some of y'all didn't know that. Um, they defeated Tony Storm and Athena, who obviously Athena used to be Ember Moon um, in WWE. And actually, Tony Storm's partner was supposed to be Hikaru Shida, who was in the Fatal 4-Way match at All Out, but um, she got attacked backstage, I believe, by Britt Baker and Serena Deeb. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Pretty sure that's what I saw um, or read about or something. But anyway, she was injured, and so Athena had to replace her. Um now, throughout this match, uh, Athena, I guess, hurt her leg during the, I guess, hurt her leg somehow during the match, and I'm sure it was kayfabe, not real injury, but I'm not sure, because uh, you never know these days sometimes. Um, and, you know, Britt Baker and, and Serena Dean were attacking that leg, and, uh, you know, they were also using tactics like Rebel, who's, I guess, Britt ba- one of Britt-, Britt Baker's associates was getting involved in the match, Um uh, you know, they were using chairs, steel steps behind the behind the referee's back. Uh, it got to the point where um, it, there was a controversial finish, and I believe it was because uh, while the referee was distracted, one of the – I forget which one it was, but one of the ladies, either Tony Storm or Athena, got sent into a chair that Britt Baker was holding on the rope, I think, and they got a roll-up pin, and that's how uh, Britt Baker and Serena Deeb won the match. Um then after that, Britt Baker and Serena were going to do some extracurricular activities after the match to attack their opponents. And Jamie Hayter comes down and stops them, stops Britt Baker from attacking, but goes on to attack Tony Storm. But at the same time as she's leaving, she says that the issues between her and Britt Baker are not over, even though they used to be friends. But their friendship kind of came to a blow at all out when they were against each other for the interim world champion, uh, women's championship. So we'll have to see what comes from that. Um, 
And then finally, the main event for Dynamite was Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. This time, Brian Danielson beating Chris Jericho because uh, there was no controversial finish. It was uh, the only thing that was really controversial in there, I think, was Brian hurt his ankle uh, and was with the doctor. I think he even pulled his boot off. And uh, but Jericho was targeting that. But I guess you really can't blame Jericho for doing that because, I mean, that's, I guess, sound strategy. You know, that's how you beat somebody. You attack a weak point. So, um, and it's not like the referee or the doctor stopped the match. So, you know, I guess Jericho was perfectly within his right to do what he needed to do to try to win. Unfortunately, it did not work this time. Uh, And um, Brian Danielson ended up getting the victory over Jericho, which was obviously a different result from all out. Um, again, a great classical, uh, great classic technical wrestling match, just like it all out. Um, except this time, no controversial ending. Brian wins the match. Uh, John Moxley comes down and, you know, they honor each other with a handshake saying they're going to meet each other in the final at Grand Slam to crown a new world champion. Um, I also did not know this, that Moxley and Danielson are actually part of the same stable or part of the same faction on AEW. They're both part of the Blackpool Combat Club, which I'm assuming, not really looking in my notes, but I'm assuming that's actually run by William Regal. Um, but, uh, yeah, these guys, so these guys are in the same faction and they're going to go against each other in the final for the title. So, uh, see how that goes at Grand Slam. So anyway, that's your that's your dynamite recap. So let's go over um, AEW Rampage. Like I said, dynamite was okay this week because, like I said, you had the two semifinal matches for the title, you know, title match at uh, at Grand Slam and everything. I I I was reading some online reviews. Now, of course, I I kind of like to develop my own opinion, but uh, I you know it's not like I don't try to get a little bit of a feel for things. But I did see where some people thought this. Uh, this episode of Rampage was not the greatest. Um, and, I mean, I guess I could see why they were saying that, but Rampage, in my opinion, is obviously the B show of AEW. Dynamite obviously being the A show. So it's not necessarily always going to be as good as Dynamite. Um, that doesn't mean it's terrible, but it just means that you're, if you're expecting Rampage to meet the level of Dynamite, I, I don't know if maybe you're making your expectations too high. Um, you know, it used to be that way for years with Raw and SmackDown. It used to be Raw was the flagship show and SmackDown was the B show. And, and I believe some people in wrestling still consider it that way where Raw still is the flagship program because it's three hours and SmackDown is two hours. But I'll be honest with you, since these both have been on the air, um, there's been some shows where SmackDown has been better than Raw. You know, I, I don't, I don't think anybody would deny that. So who knows? I don't know. In some cases, Rampage you know, maybe a little better than dynamite on some weeks, some weeks it may not be. So I, I kind of try to stay a little bit objective and just kind of go with what I saw and let's just go with the recap. I'll let you be the, uh, be the determining factor. Of course, hope, hopefully if you're, you know, listening to my recap, you've probably already watched rampage and you probably already have made developed your own opinion, which is fine. You know, Hey, um, I didn't think it was too bad of a show. Um, I'm not going to say it was, filled with excitement and filled with, you know, just off the page, uh, on the edge of your seat action. But I mean, there were some pretty good things on it. I mean, I'm not going to say it was totally terrible, but, um, but I don't know. It, it, it was kind of a quick hour. I'll just say that. Um, so anyway, 
Darby Allen defeats Matt Hardy in the opening match that was made on Dynamite. Um, they show some um, sportsmanship by doing a fist pump after between the both of them before that. But the story of this match was the lights went out after this match. And uh, when the lights come back out, Brody King of House of Black and Julia Hart are in the ring. And Brody King attacks Matt Hardy from behind and then calls out Allen and Sting and says that, you know, they may have cut the head off the snake, obviously re- referring to Malachi Black and how he has left uh, AEW indefinitely, maybe for good, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but he has challenged Sting and Darby Allen to a match between him, between those two, and him and Buddy Matthews, the remaining members of House of Black. And I'm assuming this match is going to take place at uh, Grand Slam. So it should be a heck of a ta- tag uh, tag match. Um, next one was probably your longest segment. You heard uh, Claudio Castanoli, who used to be Cesaro in WWE, and Wheeler Utah are in the ring, uh, also part of the Blackpool Combat Club. So not only do you have Jericho, uh, not only do you have, I'm sorry, not Jericho, not only do you have Brian Danielson and John Moxley, but you also have Cast, uh, Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Utah are also part of the Blackpool combat club under William Regal, I assume. And that kind of makes sense because I've seen William Regal uh, accompany Claudio to the ring on some of his Ring of Honor World Championship matches. So uh, so obviously that kind of makes sense. Um, so they're talking in the ring. Um, you know, he addresses uh, that Black uh, Blackpool Combat Club is a symbol of excellence. And he says uh, Wheeler Utah might have lost his Ring of Honor Pure Wrestling Championship to Daniel Garcia of the Jericho Appreciation Society, Society, but he's confident that if he gets another shot out, he'll win it back. Um, he recaps obviously his match with Dax Harwood the follow uh, the previous week, and says how you know how much it was a great match between the two of them, and then Jericho comes from the announce table because apparently Jericho does announcing most of the time on Rampage. Um, he comes down and approaches Claudio, or comes halfway down, I guess, and he argues with, uh, and says the Jericho Appreciation Society is a symbol of excellence. And before that, you know, uh, Claudio had also mentioned that, you know, if regardless of who wins the final, obviously, uh, for the world title, you know, one of those is going to be the members, uh, one of them is going to be a member of the Black Blackpool Combat Club, who's going to be the world champion, and obviously, uh, Claudio is the Ring of Honor world champion. So got two world championships in. They could possibly have, or they will have, obviously, two world championships at the end of the night, as, as of this moment, uh, for the Blackpool uh, Combat Club. So then Jericho argues, you know, that his his stable is a symbol of excellence, and he says. He should have been obviously competing for the competing for the AEW World Title at Grand Slam instead of Brian Danielson. Even though Brian Danielson obviously had his number that night, or on Dynamite he had his number that night. Um, he lists all the places Jericho lists all the places that he's been world champion, and obviously he's been world champion in a lot of places. You know, obviously most of them coming from WWE. Um, obviously he's been AEW champion. So he says, but you know what? I've never been Ring of Honor champion. And he says, I'm going for Numero Ucho. So I guess I kind of learned, and I guess I needed to go back and do the counting, but I'm sure Jericho knows better than I do, obviously, of how many world championships he has. But apparently this would be number eight uh, if he wins the wins the Ring of Honor world championship, a championship he's never held in his entire career. Um, and so he challenges Claudio for that title. 
and uh, Claudio gladly accepts um, and says he's been actually waiting for this moment. He's been waiting for, I guess, a Jericho-Claudio uh, matchup. So I know this world championship came out of nowhere. Should be a great match. I think people would agree with that. But, yeah, it did kind of come out of nowhere. But that's kind of – it seems like that's kind of what they're doing with the Ring of Honor titles right now um, because, you know, obviously Ring of Honor has been bought by uh, AEW – and I guess they're – now, I don't know. Maybe the inside people in AEW know exactly what they're going to do with Ring of Honor. But obviously the fans don't know yet what essenti- what eventually AEW is going to do with Ring of Honor. I'm obviously hoping they get their own show maybe. Uh, that way maybe I'd probably watch Ring of Honor more often than I did because the reason I didn't know much about Ring of Honor was because it came on, you know, syndicated program at like – midnight on Saturday night and uh I never and I and I never used to remember what channel it came on so um so I'd always miss uh Ring of Honor so never really got into it uh didn't really know much about it when I learned about it I'd go on the website and look up stuff and everything but you know obviously sometimes that's not the same as watching it you know so um so I know a little bit about Ring of Honor but not a whole lot um so we'll see how this match goes all right so then they have Jade Cargill and the baddies in an interview backstage. And then Diamante, I've never heard of her. I'll have to do some more research on her. Interrupts and challenges Jade for the TBS title. And I'm guessing this is going to be a Grand Slam, obviously. And says she's bringing, bringing someone with her from the 305. Now, obviously, she said a little bit different adjective to say who was from the 305. Obviously, the 305 is from Florida, more specifically Miami. Um... I'll be honest with you. I have no idea who this is. It, who this is going to be? Just because I haven't been watching AEW that much, um, uh, there are some theories out there, but I'm really not going to address them because I don't really know if they have any merit. Because, like I said, I don't know. I don't know at all who this could be. I really don't. So I'm going to be surprised with some of you because I don't have any idea who this might be. Hopefully, it's a good surprise. We'll see. Um, off the top of my head, the uh, this is how bad I am. Off the top of my head, the only superstar that I know that's from Miami is actually not a female superstar. It's a male superstar and it is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which obviously he doesn't live in Miami anymore. He's, uh, he's in California, obviously being a movie star. So that's the only person I know right now, to be honest, that's built from Miami. Uh, so we'll see. We're all going to be surprised together. Hopefully <laughs> maybe pleasantly surprised. Hopefully. Um, then we have a, and we have Penelope Ford with, like I said, Kip Saban still trying to figure out their relationship. Uh, defeats Willow Nightingale, who officially has returned, I guess. I, and like I said, I don't know who really Will, Willow Nightingale is. Um, I think I read something that she came from Impact Wrestling. I'm not sure. And then she was wrestling recently on AEW Dark and AEW Dark Evelation, which I think are the two shows that AEW has on YouTube. Um, but I, other than that, I don't really know who this uh, young lady is, so I'll have to figure out who she is, but that happened. Uh, then Ethan Page finally gets his match with Don Hazen, and uh, like I said, he says he's trying to be the king of the Atlantic. I don't know whether that means he's coming after the All-Atlantic Championship. That's kind of what I would think. I'm trying to do a play on words, um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see, but Ethan Page beats Donhausen pretty pretty fast. I guess it, it could be considered a squash match, um, so that happens. And remember, Ethan Page is obviously officially a part of the firm, Stokely Hathaway's uh, 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 faction as well. So 
We'll see what happens there. Um, we do see a little promo with Starks talking, and he says basically he's going to see Hobbs in New York next week, so maybe that means they're going to have an impromptu match. Maybe they're going to have a uh, maybe a fight uh, 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 face-to-face. I don't know what's going to happen, but he apparently says he plans to be in New York to confront Powerhouse Hobbs, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and the main event for Rampage this week was Samoa Joe defending the Ring of Honor World Television Championship against Josh Woods. Uh, again, I don't really know Josh Woods a lot. Obviously, I know who Samoa Joe is because um, I know him from WWE. I know him from Impact and obviously now AEW. And it looks like he's, I think he was actually in Ring of Honor at one point before AEW bought it. And um, so he's been around all over the place. So uh, so anyway, uh, they shake hands before the match to observe the Code of Honor. Now, I don't know much about the Code of Honor some of you out there that are um, that are big Ring of Honor fans, which is cool, because like I said, I, I think I could get behind Ring of Honor. Like I said, if it's presented more in a in a more presentable way to me, like I said, I didn't have really the access to Ring of Honor, so I really don't know all the rules and stuff. Um, but I think I do remember w- reading on the website about the Code of Honor and like you know they're supposed to shake hands be- before matches and stuff like that. But I really don't know much about a lot of the rules. So um, so anyway. They observe the code of honor by shaking hands for the uh, for the match. Um, Tony Nice, uh, who's obviously accompanied along with Mark Sterling, has accompanied uh, Josh Woods to the ring. Uh, he tries to assist uh, Woods in beating Samoa Joe. Did not really work. <laughs> Samoa Joe uh, defeats Josh Woods, and then Josh Woods and Tony Nice and Mark Sterling all try to attack Joe. Uh, Sterling takes Joe's Ring of Honor championship and goes to hit him with it, but then Wardlow, who's the TNT champion, uh, comes down to make the save uh, and was gonna was gonna actually put um, uh, Mark Sterling. I think with something called the Powerbomb Symphony is that what they call it? I think that's I think that's uh, uh, Wardlow's finishing move. Maybe I'm not sure, um, but Tony Nese saves him at the last minute from Wardlow. And then the match ends with, uh, uh, or the show actually ends with um, both Samoa Joe and Wardlow holding their titles above their heads, and that's the way the show ends. So, like I said, I don't think Rampage was too bad of a show. Um, I, I Do I think it was a great show? Not necessarily. Uh, but then again, it's Rampage, and it's only an hour, and it's considered the B show. And, it's, and most of the time, believe it or not, it's taped. So, so that's another thing that probably some fans don't enjoy about it either is that it's actually not live. It's taped right after Dynamite in that way. And I don't think that's going to be any different from Grand Slam either. I think Grand, the Grand Slam portion of Rampage is actually going to be taped as well. So, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Rampage is actually going to get two hours like Dynamite is uh, this coming week as well. So you're going to have four hours of AEW. Um, at least by where I'm looking at the card here, um, I guess Rampage better get two hours because there's no way they can fit matches, all these matches that they've got scheduled for Rampage uh, on the card unless they do them really, really quick. So, Because uh, right now as I'm looking at the card, it looks like um, Rampage has three more matches than, um, than Dynamite does. Um, so I'm guessing they've got to give Rampage two hours this week. So um, so let's, let's talk about this card for Grand Slam coming up this week. Um, the big uh, 
big event for AEW in New York at the Arthur Ashe Center. Um, I'm going to grab a pencil here and do my picks as I'm talking to you, like I normally try to do. And uh, so I'm going to try to make these picks. Like, like I said, the last time I said this, when I was doing all out, I said, you know, be gentle with me. I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of making these picks because there's some wrestlers I know on AEW. There's some wrestlers I don't know. I ended up finishing uh, 12 and three. <laughs> it all out. Did pretty well. Um, like I said, I don't know if my luck is going to continue because that's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it luck. I'm not going to call it skill because it's not like I've been watching AEW since its inception. But like I said. I'm getting to where I'm watching it regularly now, and hopefully, like I said, uh, I'm going to get more and more in sync with the storylines and the characters and, and be able to figure out who everybody is, and I see somebody show up new every week, and I'm like, okay, who is this? Has this person been around? Is this person just debuting? What's going on? So... All right, so let's talk about the first, let's talk about the five matches that are scheduled for uh, Dynamite. And they're in no particular order, I don't think. I think they're just, uh, I think they're just listed as they come. Uh, so the first match on the docket is Brian Danielson versus John Moxley for the vacant AEW World Championship. Now, honestly, so I said I was going to say a little bit about this. Um, most people are thinking that Brian Danielson is going to win this match and he's going to be the new AEW World Champion. The only reason I was thinking John Moxley might do it is because of how much MJF was talking about John Moxley in his promo. And the reason I said this is they could still pull this off uh, and still let John Moxley go to go on his vacation like he was originally supposed to do after All Out. Because now the, the only thing is I don't know how this casino chip thing works that um, – that MJF has is it sort of like money in the bank and he challenge for the title anytime he wants to uh, I'm not sure I don't know if this is this is what he can do if that's the case um, I could pick John Moxley in this match and say that right after the match MJF cashes in his casino chip and takes the title from John Moxley and it's sort of like a money in the bank cash in from WWE cashes in MJF wins the title John Moxley still gets to go on his scheduled time off, and then MJF is the new champion. Um, but, like I said, because I don't, because of the unknown, and I don't know, and during this taping, I haven't really learned the rules as far as how he can, how MJF can cash in that casino chip. Uh, I'm assuming that it's similar to Money in the Bank, but I don't know. Um, I'm actually going to pick Brian Danielson to win this match. I think Brian Danielson is going to be your new AEW World Champion, only because I think. They're trying to give John Moxley, John Moxley some time off, and I think that's what he's going to do. So I'm going to pick Brian Danielson to be your new AEW World Champion. All right, next match is Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caxter, along, you know, Billy Gunn is actually accompanying them now to the ringside. Uh, tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Um, so... My thinking is the momentum is with the acclaimed right now because Swerve in Our Glory is kind of the heel group here. Um, even though I think kind of like Keith Lee is kind of like a semi-heel because he's like a heel with class, if that makes any sense. Like he's a he's a good sportsman heel, but you can tell he's a heel. It's it's weird. I don't know. Um, but obviously Swerve Strickland is more the heel in this group than Keith Lee is. And um, – the acclaimed obviously are way over as baby faces at this point. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that maybe the acclaim uh, 
get uh, lightning in a bottle, and they're going to uh, they're going to beat Swerve in our glory. I think maybe they're going to uh, beat them for the tag team championships. I think uh, sometimes it's hard to prepare for an opponent twice in a row, and I'm going to give the titles to uh, even though I, I I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely big fans of Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I was fans of those two guys when they were in WWE. Um, I think I'm gonna give the. Uh, I think I'm gonna read the room here, and I'm gonna say the acclaimed uh, might take this tag match this time because maybe they've learned from their mistakes and everything like that, and they're gonna take the AEW World Tag Team Championship. All right, so Tony Storm is defending her interim championship against Serena Deeb, Athena, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Four-way match for the interim world championship. I still think it's the idea that eventually Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa are going to meet uh, to combine these two titles eventually. So I'm going to say Tony Storm is going to win this match. I think she's going to she's going to retain her title, and they're still going to try to go with the plan that eventually Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa are going to meet to you know obviously unify the interim and. Uh, actual championships down the road when uh, when I guess uh, Thunder Rosa heals from her back injury. Um, so obviously, yes, as I as I kind of figured, Pac will be defending the match, uh, defending the All-Atlantic Championship against Orange Cassidy. I still think Pac retains the championship. Um, I don't think Orange Cassidy wins this match just because I don't know a lot about their story. Um, I think they, I think they did, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did meet in the trios, uh, didn't they meet in the trios tournament? I'm pretty sure they did. I thought they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, but I think this is a fairly new, if I'm not mistaken, this is a fairly new, uh, rivalry between Orange Cassidy and Pac. And I think Pac is going to retain. Um, and then Claudio Castanoli versus Jericho for the ring of honor world championship I got to be honest. I think um, I think Claudio is still going to retain. I don't think Chris Jericho is going to beat Claudio for the Ring of Honor Championship, and I think the championship stays with Claudio Castagnoli. I just think Jericho is just going to be put in the match just to make it a great match, because uh, you know Jericho can deliver a great match for people, uh, get them over. So I think that's pretty much Jericho's purpose is to get over Claudio, um, and I think that's what's going to happen here. So I think out of all these five matches on Dynamite, um, I think three, the three champions retain. You're obviously going to you're obviously going to have Brian Danielson fill the vacant AEW World Championship, and then the acclaimed I think are going to be your new tag team champions. So that was there's only like five matches for Dynamite. So I'm figuring these matches are going to have some decent length to them, maybe or at least most of them are. So you're going to see some pretty good matches on Dynamite, uh, and then of course they are going to tape. From what I'm reading, they are going to tape Rampage on the same night, so it will be a taped. Uh, so the Grand Slam event for the live people, the live people that are going to be at this event, um, they're obviously going to see the whole Grand Slam event in one night. Um, but for us TV folks, we're going to see them in two separate nights. You're going to see the first five matches that I went over on Dynamite, and then you're going to see eight matches on Rampage. And like I said, this is why I think Rampage is getting two hours on Friday night because. How in the world are you going to put all eight of these matches in in one hour? There's no way. you got to have two hours. So anyway, first match on the docket for uh, Rampage is Action Bronson and Hook versus the Jericho Appreciation Society, which I think their actual name is 2.0, Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. 
I'm going to go ahead and say that probably unless Jericho Appreciation Society tries to interfere in this match, I'm going to give the victory to Action, Bronson, and Hook. I think I'm going to give those to the match because, like I said, I saw the interaction between those two after All Out, after the All Out match that Hook had, and I think this is probably going to be a pretty good team that's going to be hard to beat. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. All right, Sting and Darby Allin versus the House of Black, Buddy Matthews and Brody King. Uh, no disqualification tag team match. Um, I think I'm going to give this match to, uh, I might give this match to the House of Black. I think I might give that to them. I think they're kind of uh, kayfabe, obviously, but obviously probably a little upset in real life, too, um, that their leader is gone, Malachi Black, and I think they've got a little motivation. And so I think maybe Sting and Darby Allen are going to meet their match with Buddy Matthews and Brody King, and I'm going to pick Brody King and Buddy Matthews to win this match. Because obviously Julia Hart's going to be probably ringside. And sometimes she can play a factor in matches too. Um, Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara. I don't know where that match came from. Um, But I'm going to say, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to bet against Sammy Guevara, even though he did lose to Don Moxley in the semifinals of the world title match. Um, Although I've heard, you know, I've seen Eddie Kingston wrestle a couple times now. Pretty, uh, pretty good gutsy physical wrestler um but i'm gonna give the victory to sammy guevara i think sammy guevara is gonna win this match um golden ticket battle royal now this is the one where everybody uh, this is one everybody says doesn't make sense because we already have a number one contender for the world title and that's mjf and maybe they're doing this battle royal number one contender match because maybe they're expecting mjf to cash in his casino chip um at the uh at the uh, at the you know uh, at the pay- at the Grand Slam event, maybe he maybe they're expecting that he's going to do that. Um, but I don't know, uh, man. I did I, I didn't come prepared for this. I don't know who who's in this um, battle royal. They didn't list it on the list of who was in this match, so I'm not actually sure. So give me a minute here. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to look it up here and tell you who's uh, who's in this match. Um, it's uh let's see AEW Dynamite I'm hoping I can get it up here pretty quick uh but uh they are having like I said they are having another number one um number one contenders match like I said uh uh Battle Royal which I think is interesting like I said I I agree I think I heard um I think I heard JD talking about this, uh, JD from New York. And he was, he was kind of in the same boat that I am. He's like, how does this kind of make sense? I don't know. I don't know how that makes sense as far as, you know, why you would, uh, why you would have a, uh, have a number one contenders match where you just had a number one contenders match at, uh, at AEW all out and in sort of, you know, kind of, uh, you know, in kind of dramatic fashion as well too. So I don't know who to pick in this match. Cause like right now I can't seem to find who, uh, <laughs> who's in this match. Um, so I'll be honest with you. I'm a little, little, a uh, little unprepared for that. Um, so I don't know who's in the golden ticket battle Royal. So we're going to have to come back to that one. All right. Jay Cargill and Diamante. I, I still think Jay Cargill retains the title. I don't care who, uh, Diamante brings with her from the 305, whatever. I don't. I don't think it's going to really matter. 
Um, I still think Jay Cargill is probably going to win this match and uh, continue her reign. Um, Ray Phoenix versus Jungle Boy in a singles match. Uh, I'm sure that match just got put together. Uh, I don't know. I th- I'm thinking maybe I'm just going to maybe stick with Jungle Boy and say that he's going to get on a roll and he's going to win. He's going to beat uh, Ray Phoenix. Although Ray Phoenix will probably bring him a pretty good challenge because uh, I've seen uh, I've seen that guy wrestle too, and he's he's no joke, obviously, with with his tag team partner or without his tag team partner. Um, and it looks like Power uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and um, Powerhouse Hobbs and uh, and Ricky Starks are again going to meet in a match. Um, I'm still going to pick Powerhouse Hobbs. I think he's still going to win this match. I don't think Ricky Starks is going to win this match. I still think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to have his uh, have his uh, have his number and still beat him. Maybe it might not be in a squash match sort of setting, but I'm going to say Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win this. And then Wardlow and Samoa Joe versus Tony Nese, Josh Woods with Smart Mark Sterling. I. I don't think that's even a contest. I think Wardlow and Samoa Joe win that match. No, I, I actually believe it or not. I don't think that's even any problem. I think they're going to, uh, they're going to, uh, uh, they're going to win that match pretty easily. I would think. Um, so I'm still trying to look up this. Uh, and yeah, you're getting the impromptu uh, things here on an episode where this this is what it's like when the when the uh, host is not uh, is not prepared. Um, for uh, for to figure out because I thought maybe they were going to have listed on the list of the list of matches that I had. I thought they were going to have the the participants listed of who would be in the um, in this uh, in this golden ticket battle royal, but evidently they did not. And uh, I am forced to while I'm on the air here, I'm going to look it up as we're going. So yes, I know this makes for great radio. Um, but I'm go- I'm going to see here what uh, what I can find out here. Okay, so I'm at the list of matches. Um, I I don't see. Okay, here we go. Um, so evidently, uh, well, no, here we go. All right, so <coughs> excuse me. Um. So, da, 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 da. okay, I'm, I'm just reading really quick through so you guys can don't get a lot of bunch of silence here. Um, it, let's see, uh, da, 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 golden ticket battle royal. So maybe they actually haven't listed all the members of the battle royal for the golden ticket because um, I'm looking here on another article and seeing that there's no, uh, there's no, there's no, participants listed so I guess we're not going to find out who it is so I guess that's I guess I'm not going to be really to make a pick for that because like I said I can't find who the participants were and I actually did look before this uh before I did this episode I did look for a minute and I couldn't find it so I figured maybe when I pulled up the cards where I usually pull up the cards for they would at least have me give me a sense of who might be in that match but um, it doesn't look like they are giving me a sense. So if you guys, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it out to you guys. If you guys can figure out who's part of this match, uh, come to the Facebook group. Uh, if you're already a member of the Facebook group and you're listening to this thing, give me a give me a little heads up of who's in this in this battle royal, golden ticket battle royal, so I can uh, make a pick. But otherwise, I'm probably not going to be able to make a pick. And 
And like I said, it's 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 like I said, I don't know if it makes sense that they're even having this. So I don't know if it makes sense that I'm even picking a pick to do this. So um, so that's the only one I'm going to leave without a pick is the Golden Ticket Battle Royal because I'm just probably going to be as surprised as you guys are. So is who wins that match? Because like I said, I, I I kind of agree with some of the census out there that this is kind of this is kind of unneeded at this time just because you already have a number one contender in MJF. And like I said, unless they unless they're booking it to where MJF is going to cash in his casino chip tonight or or not tonight, but this week, um, maybe that's why they're having a maybe they're expecting him to cash in the chip on Wednesday night and they're going to play it off like the new number one contender is going to be crowned on Friday night I don't know that's the only way I could that's the only way that it makes sense where I could think that that's what they're going to do but I don't know I don't know so anyway that's the card for Grand Slam uh should be a decent show regardless uh, it looks like some good matches on there whether some of them were thrown together whether some of them were planned uh with good storylines in them and stuff uh it looks like a pretty solid card 13 matches Good old lucky number 13. So we'll see uh, how this goes. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching. I, I, I'll watch uh, and give you my, uh, give you my uh, analysis afterwards uh, as far as what I thought and everything. But, um, yeah. So um, let's, uh, let's, go over some, let's go over some housekeeping before I leave. Uh, once again, if you want to check out the website with all the – episodes on it the whole show uh you know you can find out what platforms i i'm on other than going to that website and listen to listening to the episodes themselves on that website you can find out where i am on other platforms like apple amazon google spotify all those places or you could, like i said you can just listen to the episodes on this website that's uh what the website's there for too and it's wwe I, i'm sorry wwe um, it's www.stswrestling.com. So it's stswrestling.com. Um, the email, uh, if you want to email me, uh, tell me how that great part of this, uh, episode was where I was, where I was frantically looking for the member, where, the, where I was, uh, frantically looking for the members of the, uh, battle Royal, uh, for rampage. You could go ahead and give me some feedback on that or some criticism, or you can email me about what's going on in wrestling that you like right now, what you don't like. Um, you know, give me some merch ideas. Like I said, I was mentioning merch ideas at the end of this episode. Uh, anything you want to talk to me about? Um, only thing I ask is, and I didn't say this in the last episode, but I've said it in many other episodes. Just, just keep it respectful. You know, I, I'm, I'm all for criticism. I'm fine with that. Um, but you know, just keep it, keep it professional, keep respectful. Um, if you, if you, if you want to say I suck, that's fine, but just tell me why you think I suck. Just so I can, just so I can make some improvements in it. Maybe, maybe change your mind. Uh, if I can't change your mind, that's fine too. Um, but like I said, at least give me a chance, you know, give me a chance if you don't like me, if you do like me, obviously, you know, send me some feedback on that too. I, I, you know, I take the good with the bad. It's fine. Um, but like I said, I ask, let it be constructive. Don't let it be destructive, destructive. Let it be constructive. Um, Facebook group, uh, is obviously facebook.com slash group slash setting the stage wrestling. Or you can just go on to Facebook and type in Setting the Stage Wrestling. I'm pretty sure I'm the first group that comes up at this point. Um, I've got a new little chat I'm trying to start where we can either talk during pay-per-view events. Maybe we can even talk during Raws and SmackDowns. Um, it's, it's, the, it's the STSW Squad chat. Um, I think I've called it the STS Squad, though, is what I've really called it. And we'll, we can do chats with the, um, with the live events and stuff if you want to do that. 
um, on social media. I do have a Facebook page, but it's really only to run the Facebook group. I think you're required by Facebook rules that you have to have a personal profile in order to run a Facebook group. It is at Bearded Wrestling Jester. Um, like I said, you can friend me if you really want, but you really don't have to because, like I said, you're not missing anything. I really don't post anything on that page hardly. So, And I think I've got it. I think I've pretty much got it locked up anyway, and it's not because of privacy issues. It's because nothing's on there. So I, I just figure why tempt anybody to friend me if nothing's on the page and you're not really going to get anything out of it. It'd, it'd probably be a waste of time. I'll just be honest. Uh, but I put it out there just in case, you know, I have some friends out there listening to this podcast, maybe maybe discovered my podcast and maybe want to reconnect with me or, you know, something like that, you know, some friends from my past or something like that. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. Um, I finally got the social media things, uh, fixed as far as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch are all at STS wrestling pod. All of them, all four of them are the same thing at STS wrestling pod. So it's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch. And then of course the YouTube channel, which I'm hoping to get started soon, setting the stage wrestling channel. Uh, like I said, hopefully my episodes in the near future will go from audio to audio slash video. Uh, but like I said, I don't have a really set date for that. So just stay tuned. I'll keep you informed. And of course, as always subscribe, rate and review. Uh, let me know what you think. Like I said, um, if you like it, great. Awesome. If you don't tell me why, tell me why you don't like what I, what I do. Uh, give me some feedback, give me some constructive feedback so I can, uh, make some changes. Cause heck, I I know I'm not perfect at this. Like I said, I've only been doing this for maybe a couple years, a little less than a couple years. I'm still learning everything. As you can see, I don't even really do music anymore. I don't do sound effects, anything like that. I just get on here, turn the microphone on and talk. That's all I do. That's really all I do. But hopefully you guys enjoy the content and maybe I'll figure out some of the technical stuff later. And that's mostly, it, you know, it's, it's, it's just that I, I don't have the knowledge. And right now it's really hard to kind of sit down and actually learn all this stuff right now with, with the amount of stuff going on. But like I said, I love to talk about wrestling. So that's what I do. I just turn on the microphone and I talk about wrestling, which is great. So, uh, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you don't let me know, let me know what you'd like to hear on this show. Uh, that would be great too. And if you like some stuff I'm doing, let me know. Uh, if you don't like some stuff I'm doing, you'd like me to replace it with other stuff. Like I said, let me know. Uh, so without further ado, before I start rambling too much, um, enjoy AEW this week. Uh, and, uh, I'll talk to you guys later.